Welcome to Coffee and Converse. I'm Diane and this is a show for lifestyle entrepreneurs, those people building a business to support their life instead of living to build a business. If this is you, stick around for strategies on doing business more efficiently with more ease and in a way that feels oh so good to you. I see a lot of focus in the entrepreneur space on the attraction mechanism. Am I on Instagram? Do I have a YouTube channel? Do I have LinkedIn? Getting people's eyeballs onto our business is a necessary part of our customer journey. However, if that's all we're doing and we're not paying attention to the machine behind that attention, it's just not going to convert. So I want to chat through the five questions that a prospect needs to answer for themselves before they click that buy button. They've discovered you on Instagram or Facebook or wherever. The first question they're asking is, are you for me? And that question revolves around, are you the person who solves my type of problem for people like me? The easiest way to think about this is in terms of medicine. If you have hurt your ankle There are loads of different types of doctors out there, but probably the one you're looking for is an orthopedic surgeon, not a cardiothoracic surgeon. So once they've discovered that, yes, you are the right person for them, they then ask themselves a second question. Do I trust you? The reason this question is so key is that buying is directly proportional to trust. So they might trust you enough to buy your 37 buck product. They might not trust you enough right now to buy your 3,700 product or your 37,000 product. That trust needs to get built up over time until they feel ready to buy. This is why we see people buying at different speeds. Some people buy really quickly. Some people buy in two years time from you. This is going to depend solely on the person who's looking at you. You can continue to build trust until they are ready But when they are ready, it's 100% their decision. So you can have all the funnels in the world, but if they don't trust you enough, it's not going to matter. You need to consider the buyer relationship like you would any other kind of relationship. If you were in a bar and somebody you were like had locked eyes with across the room walked up to you and proposed, that's going to feel super uncomfortable to you. If they walked up and introduced themselves, maybe offered to buy a drink, that might be the hurdle you are ready to jump. In the same way, that in normal relationships, we bring a ton of baggage with us, our potential clients are bringing baggage from their past transactions. So their trust level will depend on whether or not they bought from someone too early before, whether they have been taken advantage of, whether they just had magical experiences on everything that they've bought that's kind of similar or at a similar price point to yours. There is not a lot that you can do to speed that up for them. The only thing you can do is support that trust building mechanism. Be there consistently giving them value. Once they trust you, they begin to ask, am I ready to buy? So are the offers in front of me going to solve this problem that I have now decided is too much? I'm over living with whatever's happening. I want to reach for this new thing that I desire. This is why you want to make sure you have a suite of those offers for people to choose from they may be ready to try it out. Then they're going to need a a smaller offering. They may be like, I cannot do this anymore. Literally not one more day. I have to change this and I have to change it right now. I need somebody to hold my hand every single day for 90 days. 
It's a very different offer that they're ready for. Once they're ready to buy, then they start looking at your prices. And the question they're asking is, is this price appropriate? And it needs to be appropriate in a strategic way. Okay, this is the piece where I see people get all up in their heads about charging their worth. Like, no, they're not buying you. They're buying the transformation. So an appropriate price needs to match up with the result that you are promising. It needs to match up with your expertise that you are offering, with the results that you have got previously, and with what else is out there in the market. So if I was looking for somebody to coach me daily on that journey and basically hold my hand the whole way through it, and I got to the price and the price was 47 bucks, I'm not thinking, ooh, this is a really good deal. I'm thinking, ooh, this person is not an expert. What am I really going to get for 90 days? Finally, we get into the sales conversation. And this could be, if it's a smaller product, this could be your sales page. If it's a high ticket product, you're probably on a sales call. If we think about both of those opportunities, the sales conversation always revolves around the person. Where are you now? Where do you want to be? Here's my thing that can help you get there. It's very them-centric. So on the sales call or the sales page, they are asking themselves, can I do this? So in order for them to buy from you, they need to believe that you are the right person to help them. They need to believe that your service is the solution that they need, and they need to believe that they can do it. They are capable of the transformation or the result that you are offering. When they're asking, are you for me and do I trust you? That is all about you. Are you the right person to help me? Are you credible? Do I trust you? Do you seem to know what you're talking about? When they are asking, am I ready to buy? Is this price appropriate? They are looking at what you are offering and measuring it up against, does it feel like this offer is going to solve my problem? If you've done all of this really well, the only piece they're trying to answer for themselves really on the sales call is, can I do this? Am I able to get this result? If I believe you can help people, if I believe your product can help people, the only thing left is believing that I am capable of that transformation. These five questions happen in this order. Every time somebody becomes aware of you, they go through this cycle. So if you are spending all of your time on social media and it's not converting for you, there is a really good chance that you are not answering one of these questions for your people. You can start at the beginning and check that you show up as credible, that you show up clearly defining who you are for and what you do, that you follow up with adding value to their lives, that you have the right suite of offers at different levels to allow them to buy in proportion to how much they trust you. You can make sure that you are looking at your pricing strategically to make sure that they are appropriate in terms of your experience and credentials, in terms of the result that you are offering. And finally, you can use social proof to convince them that people just like them have gone through this experience and have got the results. If you were listening to episode three and we were talking about your return on investment for social media, looking a little bit low, this is a way for you to get that back up again. If you haven't listened to that episode, I'd really recommend going back and having a listen because it'll really start to frame where these five questions fit in. If you want a visual representation of this flow with the five questions so that you can use it as a reference point going forward, head to diamea.com forward slash five and I have one there for you to download. 